All right, welcome to part two, two of Out of Our Skull, April 1st, episode number seven. Out of Our Skull to Electric Boogaloo. I have oh. to put Electric Boogaloo on everything that's number two. I'm going to have to download that song and insert it here. That'll be our, <laughs> our break. Electric Boogaloo. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're back and we're back to talk about more topics. We hope you refreshed your drink. You'll probably need it. The 2020 Census. Yes. Go ahead, CJ. Um, the Census Bureau, the Census Bureau's 2020 survey will not ask about respondents' sexual orientation or gender identity. This dashes LGBTQ rights groups hopes that the new questions will be added and raising concerns that the Trump administration may have squelched the proposal, which they very likely did. Very likely. I think he actually said he did. The initial draft published online Tuesday morning showed the agency planned to ask respondents about their sexual orientation and gender identity among the 51 other categories of questions, but the final version published Tuesday afternoon did not include the sexual orientation and gender identity questions. SOGI, the census parlance, among the proposed topics. So that basically proves that here here's the list of questions that we had we're going to send it to soji mm-hmm. and now those are not there These are not there so um basically what this does is the reason why those questions are needed is because you have discrimination against this group mm-hmm. and if you have an accurate count of how many there are in this group it makes it very very difficult to say you can't deny the numbers you can't deny the numbers now they can deny the numbers because they're not asking. It's, you know, and we're back to that. Well, it doesn't affect, you know, it affects maybe like 0.2% of, you know, the population. No, I, this is why we need these numbers to find out exactly how many. Right. And this is just another marginalization tool. It's just, you're not part of the, the census of the United States. It makes it feel like you're just not part of it. It's just really, this is not a good thing. The Human Rights Campaign said it, that it filed a Freedom of Information Act request with the Com- Commerce Department, which oversees the census, seeking communications between the department and the Trump administration over the exclusion of the two topics. The census has never included questions about sexual orientation and gender identity in its surveys, but the Bureau did include an option that allowed respondents to identify themselves as a part of a same-sex relationship in the 2010 census. Um, I'm curious to see if that option is still on there. Oh, that's a good question. I didn't look at the other 51 questions that made it. Maury of the National LGBTQ Task Force pointed to two other surveys, one conducted by HHS and one by HUD. Both dropped sexual orientation and gender identity question in recent weeks. Um, So if you're applying for a house. House um, or health and human services. HHS is health and human services. It's it's just another marginalization tool. (laughs) What, What does it hurt to ask? I mean, on one side, Somebody could say, well, what does anybody care whether or not I'm gay? That could be. But on the other side, if we have an accurate percentage of, of the LGBTQ community, it is much more difficult to go and say, it's not you know, 0.2% of the population, it's 12% of the population. And, mm-hmm. and you can't discriminate against 12% of the population of the United States. 
I think it's going to be a lot larger than that. Yeah, so do I. And actually. these are <laughs> particularly with gender being so fluid amongst the younger generation at right, this point. Right. Right. So in 2020, that's three years from now. Yeah. Somebody that's gender fluid at 15 right now. Right now. Is going to be an yeah. adult by the at time 18. of the census. Yeah. Um, in planning for the 2020 census, the Census Bureau has focused on improving its address list by using imagery, finding ways to increase household self-response, leveraging resources inside and outside the government, and making it easier and more efficient for census takers to complete their work. So that kind of, that's a lot of words, but it means to me they want to know how self-sufficient you are. Right. What's your carbon footprint? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you, do you have solar panels on your roof? You know, right. are you on the grid or off the grid? Yeah, and the census is actually, I know a lot of people are like, well, why do they need to count us? It is actually important. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. and if you if you like history, it's it's just cool to know, hey, in, in 1940, there were this many people. And yeah. this is what... This is the breakdown. This is the, the breakdown different... of religious groups and yeah. political groups and uh, women that worked. And, you and know, it's, also, it's you pretty know, cool. It is important on shaping laws, too, because you can't... You can use this as a tool to say, okay, this is a group that is being harmed and it's a significant part of the United States. We need to do something about it. Not that harming somebody who's not a significant part is any better, but I, I just, this to me is just, it's just marginalizing them. There's no need for it. If you're not gay, say you're not gay. If you're gay, Say your day. It's it's not. I mean, let's let's go one step beyond this. We live in a society now that we have people in open relationships and and long term open yeah. relationships. So there's. Uh, it's not just married uh, three, single anymore. Right. There's maybe three spouses in the house. Yeah. Um. Let's just let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's just get the facts and let, without the judgment. Yeah. And this isn't judgment. This no, isn't, they're, it's they're not the going, census. Oh my God, that person down the street is gay. Oh my gosh. No. They have, that woman lives with two, two guys. Yeah. Let's just get the facts. That's let's what just, it is. Yeah. Let's just get the numbers. And if they, you know, I hope they go through with them making it easier to just go online and fill in a form or something like that so you don't have it people is. knocking on your door. You can fill for the first time. You'll be able to go online right. for the 2020 census and fill it out. So online. there's really, I mean, there's no make it easier and keep accurate numbers of, of what's going on in our country. Sounds good to me. Slime here. Right. So moving on to our vice president, who's been in the news a little bit this week. <laughs> well, it's hard to find news about him. It is actually. So this is kind of this is which kind makes of, me think, oh, I'm digging all dirt here. Yeah. Which we probably need to do because he's probably going to be president here in a couple of months. Um, <laughs> um, I just, I have a list of a few of his tweets. <laughs> you, you know what the Trump tweets sound like. Oh, God. And, and Pence is going a little bit different of a direction. But let's, we'll analyze them in a minute. I'll just tell you what they are. So first, American women are making a difference in our administration. In our economy and in our communities every single day. Notice he doesn't say what sort of difference. No. So basically he means 
Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. <laughs> is making Ivanka. a difference because she's making herself look like an ass. Not so much Trump. <laughs> and in our economy, meaning because they go shopping. That's right. Isn't that pretty cool? And in our communities every single day because they're making us sandwiches and coffee. Right. I mean, break it fucking down, people. Don't believe this shit. Um, next, at POTUS and I know that David Friedman will help us make the immutable bond between our people and the people of Israel. David Friedman was sworn in as a U.S. ambassador to Israel the other mm. day. So he's, you know, patting his his boy on the back, basically, there. Yeah. Uh, and then another one is at POTUS and this administration are firmly committed to ending the scourge of drug abuse and helping those who will suffer. How? By cutting the American health care? I mean, yeah. What? Yeah, I don't, yeah. By, by just, well, how they're going to end it is they're going to make marijuana illegal again federally. They're going to crack down on the states that have actually legalized marijuana. And they're going to once again start throwing people in prison for nominal amounts of drugs which has never worked in the war against drugs. <laughs> you, want to, you want to win the war against drugs? You make drugs legal. That's the easiest and quickest way to win this war. You cut out the bad guys who are killing the other bad guys and some, you know, make a millions off of it. Yeah, when you make something illegal, you're raising the drug dealer prices. Right. You're basically pushing it underground and all those bad guys are making the money and, you know, they don't really care because, well, it's just the addicts who are dying and the bad guys are killing other bad guys. You don't, this does not help our economy. It doesn't help our social structure. And, you know, their, Jeff Sessions has already started making noise that he's going to start really cracking down on states who have made marijuana legal because technically, federally, it is still illegal. Mm, I see. Okay, well... They're all for states' rights when it's, you know, not something they want to control. Um, I'm, I'm for the legalization of marijuana. I'm, so am I. To me, I don't understand why... I don't smoke it's an, it. It's an herb. Yeah, I don't smoke it because it gives me a headache. But I don't understand why I can go out and drink free gin and tonics, or three gin and tonics, and get myself plastered. But I can't smoke a joint. It's really... To me, it's no difference. I, I don't understand why alcohol is treated so differently than yeah than marijuana. Though I do like my drinks, don't take my drinks. Uh, no, don't. Me, yeah, pro, 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 prohibition didn't work. It really <laughs> didn't. Um, speaking speaking of Pence, <laughs> this came to light this week that in 2002, Pence told The Hill that he never eats alone with a woman other than his wife, and that he won't attend events featuring alcohol without her by his side. Um, I don't even understand. He says this is part of his faith. It's it's like a... Uh, so Jesus wants him to drink only if his wife is present? It's The way it came across was that she needs to be there to watch over him if alcohol is involved, which to me screams, I'm an alcoholic, and I need someone to monitor my behavior. As far as eating with another woman, he says that's part of his faith in that he doesn't want to be tempted. Which dude, dude. <laughs> keep it in your pants. So you don't go to the grocery store. You don't go to the dry cleaners. You don't go to. But this get is a man who. Altered. This is a man who calls his wife mommy. Ah! <laughs> or mother. 
mother. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry I'm not mother. shaming anybody in the you know, in the DDLG community. Yeah. Do okay. Fly, I just spoke. It's mother, but it's fly the same freak fat yeah, flag. flag. <laughs> um, and I know people who will call their wife mom or mother in front of mama, kids. mamacita. Yeah, in front of the kids. Yes. But this is, their kids are long gone and he still calls her mother. <laughs> and it's just kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And this is really easy to joke about and laugh about. But if this man becomes our president, what happens if he has to sit down to dinner with Angela Merkel and his wife is in Washington and he's in Germany? <laughs> Can he not do that? What if another country nominates a female Right. Leader. I mean, the Queen of England. Right. The Queen. The Queen. He can't have tea with the Queen unless his wife is present. Um, how can Pence adequately represent the United States on a world stage if he's unwilling to even lunch with a female dignitary or representative? This is just, the, to me, this is him systematically preventing women from participating in the process in higher levels. Because can he, can he hire an aide who is a woman? It's also spending our tax do dollars to get her plane tickets right. to everywhere he goes. To make sure that his wife has to go with him everywhere to make sure he doesn't, you know, yeah, something, drink too much. There's something fishy going on there. And you know, She's you got can, the tape recorder or she's, uh, something's going on. Something's can, going on you there. You can gusset up in the, in the guise of Christianity, but I don't understand how that is any different than um, a Muslim guy saying his wife can't leave the house or he, she can't go anywhere without being accompanied by him. It's that's true. It is. It's stopping her from doing anything productive. Right. You know, um, where she you saw to, Michelle you, Obama was doing the exercise for kids. Yeah. Uh, teaching kids how to prepare healthy meals, gardening and, yeah. you know, and doing her own thing. This is just, again, this is just that you know, women need to be here. You don't need to be doing anything, you know, with us. Yes, you know, support your... Support your man, and that's about all you need to do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's easy to joke about, but it is still kind of like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Um, and one last thing with Pence. Um, okay. Yeah. Once again, our reproductive rights are under attack. Um, Pence broke a 50-50 tie Thursday to advance legislation to roll back rules preventing states from withholding federal funds to Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers. Um, the measure rolls back regulations that were explicitly made to prevent states from denying federal Title X family planning, Title X family planning funds to the clinics like Planned Parenthood that also provide abortion services. This was put into effect by Obama right before he left office. Um, this rolls them back. Um, it basically says, it gives the states the opportunity to not give Planned Parenthood money, um, even though what they do is far beyond abortion. Yes, well, far, um, far, far. we've talked about that in another episode. Yeah. You can listen to that. We're not gonna go into what Planned Parenthood right. does again because it's it's well known and if you don't want to hear that you don't want to hear that and you're not going to hear that right you probably stopped um, listening already yeah two Republican women senators Susan Collins of Maine and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska were in opposition which is what led to the 50-50 tie in the Senate which P Pence broke um, you're probably going to see a lot of this because it the majority in the Senate for the Republicans is very slim it's only two 
um, they don't have a 60 filibuster-proof majority. Like the House um, does. Like, yeah. Um, and this is also another reason why we need to consider who we're re-electing right. in the midterms. Correct. Yeah, get, go for the House and go for the Senate. Um, what this also what this does is it creates wastelands for female health in mostly in the red states because you know these red states are not going to give Planned Parenthood funding they're going to give it to some religious organization or some you know or just keep it or whatever and you're going to go build the wall yeah you're going to have deserts where women can't get any sort of reproductive health and I'm not just talking about abortion I'm talking about prenatal care postnatal care fucking mammograms yeah breast exams breast exams um, everything it you pelvic know. exams even um you know immunizations right and birth HPV, control birth control this just creates wastelands where yeah, yeah, yeah. um you'll have states that don't have any sort of provider for those services yeah It'll or if they like, do it's going to be you know, you're going to, it's going to be one of those, here's your birth control pills. I'm going to hand you a, a Jesus pamphlet with it to show you what a slut you are. <laughs> you know what getting rid of Planned Parenthood reminds me of on a comical level? Ripley in Aliens 3, where she goes, <laughs> she lands right in a, a bunch of prisoners, right. male, all male prisoners all male that haven't seen a woman in days. And you know they don't have any female yeah. health care oh yeah right that's and they don't quite know what to do with her <laughs> no and they're they're uh ridiculing her and yeah. sort of accusing her of being there on their territory when she she just landed there right <laughs> and that's you know i feel sorry for people in like the kentuckys and the and the oklahomas and the places where this is just going to be it's going to be devastating for women's health i think it's going to be our state too that I, a little bit. I mean, yeah. we have a Democratic governor right now, but that's it. That's the, it. the rest of it is Republican. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The rest of our state. So, once again, and Trump is is probably going to sign this. Yeah, he has no, he has said he will. So, I don't know if that was on his table today, which we'll get to. <laughs> the Neil Gorch confirmation. Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Gorsuch? I don't Gorsuch? know how to pronounce his name. I I do apologize, though I'm not sure he deserves any of my respect um the vacancy in the court has lasted 13 months since the death of justice antonin scalia scalia thank you last february president obama nominated merrick garland but republicans insisted that the next president should fill the seat that angered some <laughs> people too yeah and quite frankly since trump's not going to last a full year i think we should wait for the next president yeah what do you think about that <laughs> So a showdown loomed over Trump's Supreme Court nominee Tuesday as the number of Democrats opposing Judge Gorsuch grew to more than 25. People are not liking this guy. No. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell pledged Gorsuch would be confirmed April 7th regardless of any opposition. Republicans hold a 52 to 48 majority. It takes 60 votes to clear parliamentary hurdles and set an up and up, or I'm sorry, to set an up or down vote for a Supreme Court nominee. If they have less than that, then the Democrats can filibuster. 
which is what they've said they will do. And I hope they do. Um, what may happen at that point, though, is what's called the nuclear option, which means that the um, Republicans will basically do away with the filibuster. Right. They're not going to back down from their vote. Right. And then they, they can overrule the 60 vote right they can uh, get rid of that and just call it a majority a vote. majority up and down up or down vote which is not how this is supposed to work at all there's a reason that we have the filibuster for precisely these reasons senator dick durbin has joined them by more than half a dozen other senators who announced their intention to vote against gorsuch republicans are intent on getting trump's choice confirmed before congress two-week break in mid-april uh Judge uh, Durbin says, Judge Gorsuch's hearing reinforced my fear that he will favor corporations and special interest elites at the expense of American workers and families. I, I saw nothing in his confirmation hearings that would say that that is not true. And then uh, somebody else, Gary Peters, said whether it is ruling against children who want an equal opportunity to get a quality education or women who want access to health care, Gorsuch often fails to take account the human face behind each case. Yeah. Um, is this the worst nominee he could have put forward? Probably not. Um, it's filling a position by... It's a, filling a major position. It's that's, filling that's a major the position. Problem. That's the, the problem is, you can't sit there and say, this is unheard of to show a buster, you know, this dude... <laughs> Give him an up or down vote when for the last 18 fucking months you have said no up or down vote for Merrick Garland. No. You know, it's it's just hypocrisy. And this isn't the worst choice, but he's not a good choice. And Merrick Garland is actually a moderate. There's, I don't see anything that the Republicans would actually say no to for his nomination other than the fact that Barack Obama put him forward. forward and that's why they're against it. Well... Does he does he not push for the decisions that they would like to see move forward? He's going to be he's not going to look at the human face. He's going to look at corporate. Right. This guy here is just going to look at corporate. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be means money. Right. Um, it's very much going to be, you know, is he a better choice than Antonin Scalia, who he's replacing? I don't know. Scalia was just such a horrible judge. Why? I don't know if you can get worse than that. Unless you're nominating Judge Judy. Or, you know, I don't know. But I know that we need to take time to look at who we put on the Supreme Court. We really do. And I don't think, you know, three days of hearings with softball questions from Republican representatives is enough to gauge whether or not this guy will be a good fit for something that he's going to be on for the rest of his life because there's no terms for the Supreme Court, you either retire or you die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't know what I want to say about that, but we'll have to see um, if this is supposed to go to a vote next week. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it more on our next podcast. That's true. April seventh is, I guess, when they want to swear yeah. him in. So we'll t talk about we'll talk it on about our April 15th. We'll talk about whether or not 15th. we have a new Supreme Court judge. 
withdrawing and revising the clean power plan. Good Lord, seen... we don't need clean power. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the GIF now that has Trump holding up a book and on the book it says, fuck the planet? Fuck the planet. I won't be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny meme, but this is what we're referring to. This is to. what we're referring to. And this is exactly what he's done. He's fucked the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, further denials of climate change. We're not even going to go into that. The, the man denies climate change like it's all he Chinese denies. <laughs> it's craziness. Uh, so Trump directed the EPA to start the process of withdrawing and rewriting the clean power. Clean power plan. That's, That's hard for difficult me to, say. to say. Which would have been closed hundreds, which would have closed hundreds of coal-fired power plants, frozen constructions of new plants, and replaced them with vast new wind and solar farms. Legal experts say it could take years for the EPA administrator to carry out the process of withdrawing and revising the climate change regulations, and the process will be hit by legal challenges at every turn. Good. A, co a coalition of states, including New York and California, has already vowed to fight Trump. This good. Is, this is good news, because maybe... Trump will not be president by the time. Let's hope not. The process. Let's hope he takes you know Paul Ryan and Pence down with him. Let's hope. Let's, Let's hope. hope. Uh, Trump has not yet decided whether to formally withdraw from the 2015 Paris Agreement. If you haven't heard of what the Paris Agreement is, um, overall, it's the goal of Paris. I'm sorry. Overall. The goal of the Paris deal is to commit nearly every country to take action of reducing planet warming emissions and keep the planet from warming more than 3.6 degrees, which is the point at which scientists say the Earth will be irrevocably locked into a future of severe droughts, floods, rising sea levels, and food, food shortages. Exactly. Uh, China is learning about this the hard way. I mean, if you look at the, the air in China... Um, People have to wear masks. It's disgusting. Um, so they are actually pushing for yeah. for environmental protection in China of all fucking places, and we're rolling it back. And Trump is meeting with the president of China next week. Yeah, um, he, they're not saying what they're going to talk about. Obviously, they're going to talk about right, this. You know, well, um, maybe he should ask them why they came up with this. You know hopes for of global warming since it's all on them um they're probably not just gonna sit there and have egg rolls which is i think all trump is prepared, is prepared to, do. to do this is this is stupid this is stupid we need clean water we need clean air this is when we have wind turbines what's why not use them we have yeah. solar energy why, why not, not use, use them the coal plants end. the coal plants are they're dangerous they're dirty Fracking does nothing but pollute your water. This is not... We're going backwards. Why it's are we going, going backwards. backwards? That's exactly what it's doing. It's going backwards. The coal miners want their jobs. I'm sorry. It, those I'm jobs sorry. are never coming back. <laughs> and you know what? Think about maybe another line of work because the life expectancy of a coal miner is pretty short. Yeah. If you're not having an accident, your lungs are filled with coal dust, and you're not having a, 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 a fun yeah, elderly. You're not, you're not having. You're not retiring well. No. Um, 
you know, when the tobacco industry was hit hard and tobacco became kind of, you know, this bad thing, tobacco farmers, they reinvented themselves. And a lot of them are now organic farmers. Yeah. A lot of them grow hemp. A lot of them do other things. Yes. And that's what, that's what needs to happen to these coal communities. They right. need to reinvent themselves. And I'm not saying anything negative about coal miners. No. They are capable people. They are hard workers. They are intelligent. Uh, they can solve problems. I mean, they can, they can, they're a wealth to yeah. our community. We want them on the workforce. I'm not saying let's, let's just lay them off and, and pay and unemployment. Just, yeah. No. But, but there will be jobs available. You if just you, let's move to, it to yeah. a wind farm. Let's move it to solar paneling, um, fiber optics. Something. I mean, yeah, let's find something that actually pushes us forward instead of back and move those jobs elsewhere. You can't, this can't be the 1800s again. It really can't. It, what this is gonna do is make a lot of work for the next president. Yeah. A whole hell of a lot. Clear, you, you know, Trump says he, he inherited a mess. No, he didn't. The next president is inheriting next, a mess. Uh, an absolute mess. And r rolling this back, I mean, this is also going to give people, it's going to roll back our emissions on our cars. Yeah. So people are going to be driving around cars. Smog is going to pollute our air. And and while doing this, they want to decimate health care. <laughs> Dig a lot of coal and die quickly. That's right. the new GOP motto, yeah. apparently. And drive your Hummer to the emergency room. Right, mm -hmm. to the emergency room. Roll call while you're doing it. <laughs> so that Prius, you know, got to make up for his lack of imprint. So our last topic today is Michael Flynn. Um, Michael Flynn is Trump's former national security advisor. And he has reportedly told the Senate Intelligence Committee that he is willing to testify about Trump's campaign, the, about the Trump campaign's potential ties to Russia in exchange for immunity from prosecution. The committee later, late this afternoon, denied this request. So <laughs> no immunity for you. Um, Flynn resigned in February after it came to light that he had lied about his own dealings with Russia ahead of Trump's inauguration which means the campaign. Right. <laughs> Other revelations include that he was paid tens of thousands of dollars by multiple Russian Russian companies prior to becoming a formal advisor on Trump's campaign. This is very illegal. Um, the FBI is currently investigating Russia's attempts to interfere with the 2016 presidential election, including any links or coordination between members of Trump's campaign to Moscow. Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, and Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, have volunteered to be interviewed by the House Intelligence Committee, as well as former aides Roger Stone and Carter Page. Um, Flynn, however, wanted immunity. Um, what is very funny about this is Michael Flynn is known for his criticism of Hillary Clinton over former aides being given immunity deals as part of the investigation into her private email server. Flynn was quoted as saying, when you're given immunity, that means you're probably committed a crime. <laughs> So, <laughs> so your words have come back to bite, you, to in the bite ass. you in the ass. Trump tweeted after he asked for immunity. The Trump tweet, Trump tweeted, Mike Flynn should ask for immunity in that this is a witch hunt. <laughs> I'm going to try and read this tweet, but it makes absolutely <laughs> no fucking sense at all. You need to snort some cocaine before you read oh my it. God. So that you can just I'm get trying through to find it. out. Uh, oh, it was at 7 o'clock a.m. He must have been up for hours. <laughs> 
Mike Flynn should ask for immunity in that this is a witch hunt, quote, or parenthesis, excuse for a big election loss, parenthesis, by media and Dems of historic proportion, exclamation point. That's our president. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's still, he's still oh, debating whether or not he won the presidency. Yes. He, March 31st, April 1st, he is still arguing about whether he won the presidency. Um, so also late this afternoon, President Trump <laughs> had a press conference. and the Oh, first, he did, did he? He did. And um, CBS is... Uh, uh, a, a reporter from CBS asked him a question about Michael Flynn. And rather than answer, our president stormed off like a three-year-old toddler in a fit, leaving his own press conference and leaving the signing of several executive orders that he was supposed to be, you know, photographed and, and filmed doing. He left, and then Vice President Pence had to actually come in and go grab the executive orders off the table and take them to him. Because he would not come back. Childish. Our, our president is a toddler throwing tantrums at 7 o'clock in the morning and at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. If you support this man, pay attention to what he does. Yeah. Please. Yeah. You can't defend his actions. This isn't, this isn't, wow, he says it like it is. No. No. He doesn't even know what the hell he's saying. He doesn't know what he's saying. And if he really had a defense, he would stand there and... And defend. Yeah. And what's so hysterical about that tweet is, does he not realize that if Michael Flynn gets immunity, he's going to be talking about Donald Trump? <laughs> it's not like, oh, well, yeah, I give him immunity and I won't be touched by that. I, I seriously think this dude thinks anything he does is perfectly okay. Well, he's got the narcissist. Yeah. Um, everything thing. he says is correct. Everything he does is perfect. All of his thoughts are, are smart and wonderful. Um, epic proportions. Exclamation point. You know who we did not talk about this episode? Who? Bannon. We didn't. We have to. We have, have any... to be on the list. I think he'll have to go on the list for next week. Yeah. We're, we're tapped out. Yeah. Um, it's been a long week, and man, this was a lot to go through. This and... was a lot to go through. I didn't feel like we should cut anything. So, and it is every time we do notes for our shows, it's like, oh my God. I mean, (laughs) I didn't put Betty DeVos on here. No. And I I wanted to talk about her. She's our girl. I know. I wanted to talk about (laughs) Ivanka Trump getting a fucking office in the White House. Fuck you. (laughs) I wanted to. Well, Melania isn't isn't there. Isn't there. Why not? Why Um, not have Ivanka there? So, uh, there was a lot that didn't make the list. That I wanted to make the list, and I'm reminded of the meme that's showing up online where it's Captain Picard, and it's like, every time I wake up, it's damage report. Yeah. And that's what I feel like. It's like, oh God, what happened now? That's what this administration has yeah. done to us all. So, if but, you have any specific topics you would like us to talk about, let us know. Let us know. And give me a little bit more direction than just saying ISIS. Yeah. Because you know, I'm not really sure what you want me to cover. You want, yeah. We can talk about ISIS. I thought she was a pretty good Egyptian deity. Um, <laughs> I know what you're asking about. <laughs> and it's not the Egyptian deity. <laughs> oh, CJ, you're such a smart ass. I am. Okay. And with that, we are going to sign off. This we is are going to sign off. We will um, 
be speaking to you again mid-month. April 15th. April 15th. Until then, um, keep us keep yourself involved. Know what's going on in your own local government. Yes. Uh, and make a difference. Good night, Scullies. Good night.